0: Have you ever felt paralyzed by fear and failure? As recovering perfectionists, we know exactly how that feels. Once we realize that success is impossible to achieve without failure, and that fear will always be present, we broke through barriers in our lives and never looked back. That discovery turned into a true passion to share that knowledge with as many people as possible and to help you shake it up and make a change. I'm Rachel Roth. And I'm Christina Martinez. And this is The, the Shake Up. Can you believe that we are here right now? No. Oh my gosh. I really can't. I can't either. I know. It's completely surreal. How long have we been
1: planning our little podcast? It's been months. Honestly, months.
0: Months of planning.
1: We have had this idea. We've met and had brainstorms. And now we're finally here with our producer, Kevin. Hey, guys. (laughs) Hi. And this guy over here is just giving us life right now. What are we calling this day? New Issue Day. It's New New Issue issue Day. Day. My favorite days. His favorite day. exciting. Yes. And we are so excited to just teach y'all a little bit more about ourselves and pour ourselves into you. And today, I am going to interview my dearest friend, Rachel.
0: Yes, absolutely. So honestly, this show is not about us. But that being said, you need to know who we are and where we came from. So we figured that we would share our stories just this one time. Just and this one time. Why we were inspired to do this podcast.
1: Yes. So let's tell everybody how we met. Yep. Basically, we met online. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did you slide into my DMs or did I slide into yours? I have no idea. Okay. I feel like it was probably No, it was me asking you for sure it was me asking you about rugs. Oh
1: for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah.
0: I bought a Gorgeous Ushak oh, rug from Ooshak. Christina, and that is how that's this, how we met. Yes, that's that was the beginning of our love story. It was,
1: <laughs> and we kind of immediately... like at first we we're like internet friends, right? And then we met in person, and yeah. I was like really preggers oh, when well, we first okay. met in person. I yes. like
0: you delivered a uh, nine by twelve or ten by fourteen. I can't remember the size oh, of the rug, but it's gonna, huge. I thought
1: you were gonna <laughs> talk about the size of my baby.
0: You're like nine by twelve. I'm like what? <laughs> No, <laughs> you delivered the most giant rug to my house yes. by yourself. Yes, <laughs> and you were—I don't know—about to pop. Like pretty you much You were about to pop. so pregnant, and Teddy was nine pounds three ounces oh my gosh and you were down literally like cutting the (laughs) cutting the rug pad underneath the rug like on your hands and knees mm -hmm. getting everything straightened out and perfect and derek and i were looking at you like oh my gosh are you okay (laughs) i was like Like, like, can we please help you (laughs)
1: please and i
0: brought you turkey yeah (laughs)
1: You guys, Rachel posted on Instagram. If you don't follow Rachel, she just is hilarious. She tells everybody
0: how much she loves this turkey. It's very specific. Boar's head, maple-glazed <laughs> turkey. You don't understand. If you've never had it, go to your go. Go to your grocery store and if they carry boar's head you have to try this turkey but you guys you have to make sure it's shaved to a one (laughs) I totally forgot you brought me
1: three pounds of turkey (laughs) yeah because I live near the H-E-B which is the local grocery store in Texas and Rachel doesn't so Mm -hmm. I just was like this is my this is my hostess yes Yes.
0: yeah yes and that's how we met and literally you stole my heart from that day forward (laughs) all the girl needs is some cold cuts that's (laughs) exactly right my family consumed every bite of that three pounds of turkey I'm so glad oh my gosh
1: so we met we we did the rug thing Mm -hmm. and then we we randomly started you know no i woke up in the middle of the night i tend to do this sometimes at midnight
0: and had this epiphany well we had continued becoming friends because from that point forward we mm-hmm. would like message each other back and forth with audio text messages mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like 20 times back and forth in one night. Yeah, we would. And we would just be like laughing hysterically. Correct. Yes. yes. I would be like, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Crying. Crying, laughing. Yes. Yes.
1: And then we were like, "What? what is that? I didn't even
0: know at that point. I was okay. Like, she's cool. So the night before Christina called me about this idea, mm-hmm. my husband and I were sitting in outside by by the pool it was before it was like you know 150 degrees in texas Mm -hmm. in the gazebo it was under the gazebo we're sitting (laughs) in my favorite little spot Derek brings his speaker and plays his favorite music which you know i don't always like all of it but it's okay um and we're like talking and we're just sitting out there talking and i was talking about Mm -hmm. what am i passionate about Mm -hmm. what what am i going to do next like what is the next thing that's going to just sort of like inspire passion in my life because I need something that drives me forward at all times a new goal a new purpose a yeah. new something that I'm going for right and so he's getting nervous and he's like oh my gosh like I literally remember his face and he's like uh <laughs> like how do we figure this out like you're not going to go off the deep end are you yeah, and I'm like, like are we no. gonna quit our jobs <laughs> listen yes. I'm just talking and I'm <laughs> like no I'm just I'm gonna figure it out babe like don't worry I'm gonna figure it out We went to bed so much later than normal that night. It was Mm -hmm. like almost midnight that Mm -hmm. we went to bed and we kind of had this great talk for literally like two and a half hours. That's good. And then the next morning Mm -hmm. I wake up. To me pitching a podcast.
1: I wait, Okay, so I have this epiphany in the middle of the night. And, you know, I'm, I'm a spir- spiritual person. I'm praying about this. I'm like, God, like, where is this coming from? I'm not really a podcast person. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, actually, this isn't for you. It's for Rachel. I was like, Rachel who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel Roth. And so I pitch her in the morning
0: to do this podcast. So I had had this crazy morning because we had just gotten home from out of town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I saw those messages you sent me. And yeah. I can't, I can't listen to him right now, but I'll listen to him later. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon before I ever listened to the messages, like, and oh I God, was she hates it. Sort of feeling <laughs> uninspired at the moment. I was feeling a little bit, it just, just tired, and I don't know, just uninspired, and so I'm. I I decided that what would make me feel better was to get out of my workout clothes and do my hair and makeup.
1: Oh, so I was
0: doing my hair and makeup, which is often when I catch up on my audio messages, Mm -hmm. and I'm listening to your message. Mm And so if you think about the night before, Derek and I had been having this heart-to-heart about, Derek's my husband, by the way, duh, I'm sure you've put it together by now, but like, (laughs) but you know, we're having this heart-to-heart about what am I going to, what's my next passion project? What am I going to do? And then I hit play on your messages and I'm doing my hair and makeup, which was pointless. I think I'd already done my hair and so I'm doing my makeup and literally my entire body is like... Hot flashes, cold chills, <laughs> like, and then the next thing I know, I'm like, I have like tears streaming I down know. my face because I'm listening to your messages. Yeah, you literally wrote like the entire intro well. that that you thought of, and. In the middle of the night, yeah, yeah, and I'm like sobbing, crying, going, "Oh my gosh, this is it!" And I'm the type of person, so she calls me, and
1: whenever I hear someone crying, I immediately start crying. I'm like, "I don't know what we're crying yeah. about," but I'm I'm <laughs> all for it, and that is how it started. Yeah. And I'm I feel so thankful that this little podcast whatever it ends up being has brought us together as friends because you're an amazing force in my life and i love you
0: you are an amazing force in my life and you inspire me and make me better in every way i just love it it's the best combo yes so
1: rachel and i are both a little type a we're 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 number threes our enneagrams are number threes Mm -hmm. and um so what do you think what do you think your your greatest weakness is that as a as a three or a type A, that me too. By the way, That's funny. it's funny. You're all a three. three you're yeah. a three. <laughs> no, oh my gosh,
0: this is why we click so <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, no, it all yeah. make sense.
1: Because I'm over here like boom, 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 and so is Rachel, and so is our producer Kevin. So like, what is what is your greatest weakness that you actually feel like can be an asset in your life as a type A? Oh man, like no. I know for me. Like I was saying it earlier, is that I always want to call the shots. So I have to like pull back sometimes and and like read read the room a little bit. Mm. Like, what do you
0: think? So I don't call the shots. You don't when when I'm in a room full of strangers. Well, in, that's probably smart. In my family, or mm-hmm. not a room full of strangers, but like a room full of people that is not my husband and children. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't, don't boss them call around. the shots. Yeah, I just sort of like I I, I observe and I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's smart. I think that part of my Biggest downfall and biggest asset is that I never can like truly turn it off. Mm. Like my brain and the drive, mm. the drive like never goes away. You're, not, you're a hamster. I yeah. am a hamster. Yes. It, it, yes. And it's like, I'm always, I just, I, one idea leads to another and another and another and yes. this book leads to this book and then yeah. this book. And it's like, it's just this constant quest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's what drives me. Because when I feel stagnant in my life is when I, it's almost like I get like, what is my purpose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like I that, get like, like, anxiety like depressed and in. like, yeah. yeah, yeah, heavy. And so I need, I need that
1: drive. So your story is really interesting. Uh, obviously you came from corporate America, as did I. Mm-hmm. We kicked that to the curb real quick. When was the moment that you wanted to decided to shake it up in your life and in your career? When was that, when was that moment, that
0: pivotal moment? Oh, I remember it vividly. Like <laughs> the moment. So I had been working in corporate America for my entire career. Mm-hmm. And when my husband and I got married, I remember looking at him and saying, don't you dare ask me to be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, like, don't you dare. Yeah. I am a producer and I am <laughs> going to work and I'm a career woman yeah. until the moment I got pregnant. Uh-huh. And then I literally looked at him and was like, don't make me oh my go God. back. Rachel, I can't Stop. leave. That yeah. was my. That was exactly what I I told. I talked a big
1: game. Yeah, and then you hold that baby in your hand, and you're like, "Well, oh. or, or I didn't just, even. I yeah. just
0: was pregnant at that time, and you knew. Oh, I I knew at that moment, but that was not my my journey. That was not my path. Sure. So, I I got pregnant, and we had built a life mm-hmm. that was very much reliant upon two incomes. Sure. Yeah. Because I told him, I'm like, hey, listen, like, I'm a career woman. Don't you worry about me. Yeah. I got you covered. Yes. I'm going (laughs) to produce. Right. Yeah. And so when all of a sudden I I made this decision, you know, whatever, I'm going to, I want to, I want to quit my job and stay home with my baby. He goes, (laughs) and you know, I had heard all these stories. (laughs) I I had heard all these stories about, you know, friends of mine who had the same conversation with their husbands, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit my job and stay home with the baby, mm. and then magically they never went back, right? Yeah, and I yeah. thought, oh, this is totally gonna be, this is gonna be me. Yeah. Like I'm gonna totally trick him into letting me stay home. Eric right? calls that the good old bait and switch.
1: <laughs> Eric's my husband. He says that about me a lot because I did the same thing. He's like yeah. the old bait and switch, the old rope right?
0: <laughs> like yeah. for real. So yeah. many people feel that way. Well, I. It, Decided that I was going to stay home, right? We had savings. Yeah, sure. We had savings. We're going to do it. So I stayed home with this baby, went for eight months. Mm -hmm. And after eight months, my husband came to me and said, Hey, uh, babe. (laughs) Um, So I've been looking at the budget and um, I think that we need to make some decisions in our life. Mm -hmm. So we either need to change some things, change some circumstances, or you have to go back to work, blah, blah, blah. And we just have some obligations. And I kind of looked at things and I thought, okay, I guess this is just life. Like I guess that life is just that I am going to have to go back to work and It was the best eight months of my life being home with my baby, and I just was in heaven. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I guess this is what I have to do. I'm going to go back to work, and I'm going to work until I retire. (laughs) Forever. At (laughs) at which point, I hope that we have saved enough money and put it into retirement that it will last us until we die. (laughs) What a wonderful forecast for my future. I mean, literally, I was like, this is the most depressing thing ever. And Mm -hmm. I just kept thinking, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. Mm -hmm. I ended up going back into the the workforce and getting a job, which happened to be one of the worst jobs that I've ever had Mm. in my entire life. And so not only was I now leaving my baby, but I, you you know, yeah. Yeah. But I just can <clears throat> continued, you know, you kind of convince yourself when you're in a situation. Okay, I guess this is just I just gotta keep it's going. Life. I guess this is just this is life. life this is you life. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until I realized that no, this is not life. And you can actually change your circumstances. Yes, you can. And so I um I was going, 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 doing my thing. And I the moment I found out that I was pregnant with baby number two, mm-hmm. that was actually the moment. So my my son was 18 months old. And now I found out that I was pregnant with baby number two, mm-hmm. and at that moment, that was the breakthrough moment for me. That that everything came crashing down around me, and I said, "No, no more. I will not leave another baby." Mm. Um, the company that I was with at the time did not even offer no. um, like maternity. maternity leave, so I didn't even I didn't even have an option. I I, I was just just floored. I did yeah. not know what I was going to do or how I was going to do it. But that was the moment for me that I started desperately seeking another option.
1: Good for you. Mm-hmm. honestly, sometimes you have to feel that void in your life to get to the point where you do want to change your circumstances. Um,
0: I don't think it's sometimes. I think it's all every the time. single. I time. think it's every single time that's <laughs> what you it has to be a moment where mm-hmm. yes, yes, your desire to change your circumstances is bigger than your fear. No, absolutely. And that is the kicker. Yeah. Absolutely. So
1: how does your life look different now, now that you've decided to go out on your own compared to when
0: you were working, you know, countless hours at this job that you supposedly did not love? Yes. Yeah. Um you know it's it is a completely different life for a long time i felt guilt like i was um i felt like i needed to call my boss who Mm. i no longer had like Mm. i felt like i needed to call this imaginary boss and tell him that i wasn't coming into work today interesting (laughs) it was like a phantom boss (laughs) boss. (laughs) it was like i had amputated an arm and i could still feel it you know and i didn't know how how to, how to do it. It was strange. Yeah, It was so strange. Being your own boss is tough. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Um, but my life now looks completely different. And the way that I describe it is now I get to do what I want Mm -hmm. when I want with who I want. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is the freedom of being on my, on my own, um, is having, having the freedom to call those shots, having the opportunity to make those decisions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do I want to be with
1: my kids today? Do I want to be with my family today? Do Mm -hmm. I have, do I have to work today? What does that look like and how can I balance all of it? Right. Yeah.
0: And there's always a to-do list. It's not, I mean, if I, if I decide that I just want to take a day off and be with the fam and do all of that, I absolutely can, but I'm going, I do have responsibilities that I'm going to have to take care of tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be now double responsibilities because there's things I have to do, but I have the freedom to make those decisions. And that is what totally changed my my perspective yeah, you, you, on all of
1: life. Yeah, you were yeah. able to shift your mindset. So people might not know this, but uh, Rachel and her husband, they work together. So you both obviously had successful corporate careers. How has your relationship with Derek changed now that you work together? Yeah, Because your partner's in life and then your partner's in the workforce.
0: Right. Oof. Which is super weird. Yeah, but you guys are so cute. Well... You know, it's so funny. I remember growing up, my mom, I'm one of four girls Mm -hmm. and my mom would say to us, just get to be friends with that guy because we'd come home, right? We'd have a crush on a guy Mm -hmm. and she would always say, oh my gosh, get to know him as a friend. First, that's like good advice. Become friends. Oh, yeah, that's great advice for an <laughs> yes. adult. Wait, I
1: got it. Kevin, were you friends with your wifey first? Definitely, you were. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, wow. We Wait, were friends in college, and name? then we
1: worked together. Elise. Elise.
0: Mm. See. That's
1: where we met. Eli is when we both we all worked together at,
0: oh at uh, Clear Channel. Wow. And Eli is our mutual friend that that connected, that introduced Kevin and I. So. Um I can't Yes, say. we were friends
1: first. Mm. Eric and I were not friends first. You weren't. No, I'll tell you that story another time. But no, it was like love at first sight and then oh my. but we're friends now.
0: Yeah. And we're married. It's <laughs> a well, good <laughs> count. Right, I know. I hope I hope you're friends no, now. Actually, no, yeah. we're just- anyway back to you Derek. yes so my mom always and I was yes that is great advice for somebody who's mature but somebody who's in (laughs) yes junior high or high school or whatever getting that advice from their mother sure I was like gross mom like I don't want to be friends with them I want to kiss I want to make out with them like (laughs) that is I'm not interested in being their friend you know and um Derek and I actually became really good friends Mm -hmm. totally platonic first Mm -hmm. and i i I had no interest in him at all yeah he was i was not attracted to him at all he was heavier oh my gosh he's the (laughs) adorable well now he is yes but i mean we do kind of joke about like i tell him all the time like you did not hit my radar like i was not at all interested in him romantically at all oh when we gosh. first met, we I, just got to be really good friends. Yeah. And that's and, and and so, okay, so how has our relationship changed? But that was really the foundation. So, for the first time in my entire <laughs> life, I took my mom's advice yeah. on that. And now you're happily <laughs> became, married. Yes, became really, really good friends with the guy before we got into a relationship. And mm-hmm. that has honestly been the foundation for our marriage. And and for being able to, to run a business together because sure. we have so much fun together. You do <laughs> because we are truly best friends. You are. And, and then that you can was tell your the, kids
1: that, be like, it works. It be friends first. It <laughs> actually works.
0: Like we are living proof. And hopefully, they will see, they will see us, you know, and and our relationship and oh, are that. So yep. So our 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 relationship is definitely different. I mean, we work together. So now there's all sorts of things that that there's sometimes there's arguments. I mean, I know that everybody will be shocked to hear that in a marriage, there are sometimes, you know, there's sometimes conflict, but, Mm -hmm. uh, yes, occasionally we have differing opinions on things and Mm -hmm. there's stress, but, uh, the foundation is is there, and it's been amazing. I,
1: it seems like from an outside perspective, you guys definitely build each other up. Mm-hmm. Like, you support each other's dreams, mm-hmm. and you're very, you're very silly. Like, whenever I'm with them, you guys, like, we're just always, like, almost in tears. Yes. Like, they are a bunch of goofballs yes. over there. And I do think that's a success for marriage, but also for a really good corporate career. Like, you know, if you work in corporate America, if you don't like your coworkers... Yeah. It's just not going to work out. Right. I mean, straight up, like if your boss, if your boss sucks, it's, it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think that it's good that, that you have that dynamic. So you and Derek, obviously, are working together. You're coaching people. You're, you're teaching people every day how to change their circumstances, mm-hmm. right? So what is the biggest thing that you have them focus on first?
0: You know, the biggest thing that people have to focus on is, and it's, it sounds a little bit cliche. No. But people have to understand why they want to change their circumstances. Like, yeah. what is their why? Mm-hmm. What do they really, really want? Mm-hmm. Um, and then ask themselves what is standing in the way of actually achieving that. So, the biggest mistake that we see is that when people start the process of changing their circumstances, they make it financial.
1: Oh, and
0: they say, I get that. Yeah. They say, okay, I just, if I could just pay my bills and not have to worry about the dollar amount in my bank account, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is all I want. And that's what they, yes.
1: Well, isn't it sad that as, you know, in corporate America and in America in general, we are primarily driven by finances? I mean, you have to be. For sure. You have to be. So, if somebody is taking the leap of faith to leave their per, their current position, then they they have to look at their their bottom line and their budget, especially if they're the breadwinner. Oh, for sure. So if if it's not just finances, what else? What else is there that you find that's driving
0: someone? Yeah, yeah. You've got to dig deeper because yeah. the truth is is that when you reach that number it's not going to be enough for you.
1: Oh, I heard a stat. It was like, if you make $70,000 a year or whatever, a million, there's the same level of happiness. Yep. I and, totally believe and that. And I mean, I believe that mm-hmm. for sure. Like money does not buy happiness. So if your goal is for like the mansion, mm-hmm. you need, you need to change that
0: real quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Those are not the things that are going to fulfill you. No. The things that are going to f- fulfill you is what does that represent? Mm-hmm. You have to dig deeper and understand what does that dollar amount represent to you? Right. For me, it was so crystal clear. Mm-hmm. What that represented was for me, I was going to be able to be available to my children. Mm-hmm. I was going to be able to be available to my husband, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, mentally, not so exhausted at the end of a workday or work week, right? Yeah. And with the the Sunday blues mm. and the Sunday scaries, the Sunday right? Scaries. On, yeah. They're on, real. Uh, they they really are and mm-hmm. for it actually was years years before we shook those yeah we would look at each other on a sunday night and be like oh my gosh i i still like have the hauntings of of the anxiety oh yeah of starting the day tomorrow like well, eric still works like eric works at microsoft right
1: i see a shift
0: like from friday night
1: all day saturday and then we go to church and then some. Like in the afternoon, mm-hmm. his tone changes. Yeah. And when you work for yourself, like, I'm not going to lie, it kind of feels like every day is a little bit of a vacation, right? Because you're in control of your own destiny.
0: Yeah.
1: Kevin, how long have you been working for yourself? Um, between three and four years. I'm not sure, probably three and a half years. I yeah. don't know exactly. It's yeah. weird. Well, yeah, because it feels flies. like a vacation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, with COVID and everything, it feels like we lost a oh, year. Oh, you know? yeah. That's weird. so true. Um, so I think but that... it's funny, but every day, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're good. Okay. Um, Every day feels a little like a vacation, but also every day feels a little bit like a work day. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you never if, can turn it off. Yeah, even if you're on actual vacation, it's And still...
0: because we're all threes, it means that we especially can't turn it off. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> no, you cannot
1: turn yeah, it off. People can't. blow me up all day long and yeah. I feel the immediate need to respond or I'm a horrible person. Same here. And I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. So I think there's there's something to be said about finding that balance as well. For sure. When you're working for yourself and when you're you're accomplishing what you want in your own company.
0: Yeah. So there's four things that we yeah, usually have when, 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 we're coaching somebody on how to become, cause that's what we do now full-time is we coach people on how to build a successful business from mm-hmm. home. Sure. And so how do you do that? And we basically coach them through this process of what, why, when, and how, what do you want? Mm-hmm. why do you want it mm-hmm. you know so okay you want it and i will tell you mm-hmm. when i started my journey mm-hmm. what did i want i i knew that i wanted to stay home with my kids but like what did i need to achieve i came up with a bare bones bare bones number that i needed to hit oh, and yeah, it was, yeah. yeah three thousand three hundred and forty two dollars a wow. month yeah three thousand three hundred and forty two dollars if i do this it's okay that was i that was what i needed to hit to pay like my um my Portion of the bills, mm-hmm. and when I told Derek that number, he laughed and he said, "Oh, that's adorable. It's really that you sweet. think that like that you think that that is the number that's gonna you know allow you to retire." Yeah. But for some reason, in my mind, that was the number that I I went through our budget. You know, this and is so, what we need to survive. This is what we need me to bring in on a monthly basis in order for us to survive. We and might so, be eating <laughs> beans and rice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, "Oh, that's fantastic. We're gonna live a tent in a tent in the backyard. We're gonna have no running water, no electricity. But you're gonna be home with the kids." It's going to be it's great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's the what. So, what? The yes. What. And then, why do you want it, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you want it? Attach it to something bigger than just finances. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when I hit $3,342 a month, <laughs> I promise you that was not like the pinnacle for me. I wasn't like, I've done it. I've done <laughs> it. I mean, kind of I was because I knew that that was one goal. But but that it wasn't the end point for right, me, right? Sure. And so it yeah. had to be attached to something bigger. Mm-hmm. And so when do you want it by is another huge one. And for yes. me, it was the biggest gift that I ever had in my life. And I tell every person who's willing to listen to me, I tell them that I had a goal mm-hmm. and I had a deadline. I found out I was pregnant and mm-hmm. that's when I came up with this goal. Mm-hmm. $3,342 a month. And I knew that I had nine months to achieve it. I knew. I'll,
1: I'll piggyback on that because there's two things. One, what my mentor, her name's Allison Lolly. If you yeah. live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I'm sure you've heard of her. She's like a legend. And she had me create a one-year, a three-year, and a five-year goal for myself and my own business. Yeah. But we started at five and worked backwards because for that reason like you can always see the bigger picture yeah so i think when you're defining the when you can look large scale further out and Mm -hmm. then pluck it back to whatever the nine months out from when your baby boy was born or whatever the case is so
0: and you know it forces you to look at things differently yeah because when you have a deadline Mm
1: -hmm.
0: a tuesday is not a tuesday it's not just like a random tuesday and you decide you know what i'm just going to do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. that tuesday is no longer a tuesday you only have five tuesdays left before that deadline is here right right? and i knew like he was coming and literally don't ask me much more because i could burst into tears right now because it's still so heavy fresh in my heart that Mm -hmm. feeling of, of of desire to change my life and to do everything i could and so it was every single moment every single pocket of time that I could find because I still I built a business on the side while I was still working full time in corporate America. Yeah. I had oh, an, I didn't know that. Oh, you oh did yeah. both. You I, hustled. I built my entire business while I was working full time in corporate America. Yeah. I was I had an 18 month old baby at home.
1: Hustle, I was hustle.
0: pregnant and Derek was traveling full time for his job. Mm. So uh, during the week I was the only available parent. Mm-hmm. And that is when I decided to start my own business. Right on what a paper. Perfect time. Right. I know. I just it was <laughs> yes I I yeah on paper, I should have failed miserably. But you didn't. Do not underestimate the desire of a mm-hmm. mother <laughs> who wants to be available to Honestly. her children. Yeah. Who, I mean, we will do anything. And so I was first trimester, second trimester, just exhausted. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it I didn't matter because that Tuesday represented that Wednesday, that Thursday, it represented... Something for me that I knew this deadline was coming, and whether I was ready or not, that baby was coming. Yeah, and for if sure. I didn't have myself situated, mm-hmm. I was going to have to leave him and go back to else. a yeah, job. I know, like, yes, er- well, the same yes. thing for me. Yeah.
1: So, real quick, Eric and I, I remember we were sitting, we were talking, and he's like, I want you to do this, I want you to pursue it, but let's set a timeline. It was six months, he yeah. was like, one client, six months. You bet I did it. I'm like, I'm not leaving my baby with someone else to raise them. No way, no way, no way. Now, I understand that. You know, this is an outlier situation and sometimes we have to help ha- have child care by the way my kids oh are I stu- did. I do yeah yeah like I like my kids I'm, are with yeah. the, the girl who watches them right now but like you know in that moment I I set a timeline I set my when mm-hmm. and I went there and got it because I
0: think without a deadline it became a little loosey-goosey yeah you know oh yeah and mm-hmm. and you know humans are just notorious for pushing things off and mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know what it's fine. it's fine I'm gonna do it tomorrow I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it tomorrow it's fine it's mm-hmm. fine and so the final part of it is how. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. You've got to come up with a plan on how to execute it. And if you don't know how to execute it, I promise you, somebody else does. Yeah. And so you find somebody who can help pave the way for you. I love uh, that. I love that. Yeah. And uh,
1: would you recommend to anyone that's listening? Would you put this on paper? You know, do you do you sketch it out? What what do we can we brand this? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Roth's
0: Guide to Success.
1: Yes. What, why, when, and how. That's right. Yeah. 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 But
0: I mean, for sure, if you put it down on paper, that was the biggest thing for me is that I got our... I literally printed off our bank statements Mm. and had a highlighter in my hand. And I eliminated every extra cost. You know, how much are we spending on eating out? This I mean, is honestly. ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yeah. I was just horrified. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this could be cut out immediately. You know, yeah. this, this, this alone could help me stay home, you know? Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. so cutting all that out. So getting things down on paper and having it tangible. Mm-hmm. Most people, when I ask them that question, they have no idea, mm-hmm. no idea what the goal is that they're even shooting for. They don't right. even know. They just know what they want. But they have no idea, kind of like an actual, tangible to go after. Sure. You know what I'm going to do?
1: Because I'm so type A. I'm going to take your steps and put it in a little worksheet. And we're going to put it on our website. And you can download it. I love it. So you can go to our website, theshakeuppodcast.com. And you can download Rachel's, what are we calling this? We need to brand it. Uh, But you can download this guide to success. Yes. Honestly. I love it. And fill in the blanks. So... Do you think that there is anything else that you want to share other than your what, why, when, how process? What do you want to leave? What do you want to leave our listeners with today?
0: You know, I think a lot of people look at success and uh, in other people. They mm-hmm. look at how they want to change their circumstances. They look at other people who have Broken out of a situation, Mm -hmm. who have whatever. Maybe they want to quit their job, and they look at me and they say, "Well, she quit her job, but it was different for her. Mm -hmm. It was it was different. She had this going for her. She had whatever, right?" And it's easy to do that. There is nothing different between you Mm -hmm. and the person that is succeeding at a very high level. The only thing that is separating you and them is that they made the decision to pursue it and pursue it consistently every single day until they achieved it. I did not give myself an option to not Achieve make it happen. Yeah. Like, I I couldn't, right? Yeah. And so I, I just don't want – I don't allow anybody mm-hmm. to make excuses or to – say that they can't do it because mm-hmm. because there is so much opportunity. We live in the United States of America. There yeah, is seriously. every opportunity uh, Imaginable. on the planet mm-hmm. right here at our fingertips. But people don't know how they, to harness that. And they give it they give up too yeah. fast. Yeah. They give up too fast. I they walk away before their labor has has actually come to fruition. Yeah until it's bared fruit. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a good lesson for everybody. And Rachel, I mean, honestly, I would be so blessed if I had you in my, you know, like now, yes, but like in my 20s where I really didn't even know which way was up to, mm-hmm. to have someone like you in my life. So if you have someone like Rachel in your life, reach out to them. Don't be afraid to do it. They, I'm sure they have a, they have that on their minds to, to share and um, have it on their hearts to help you. And if not, we're here for you. And
0: mm-hmm. we're here to provide you with the tools to be successful and uh, accomplish your dreams. Yeah, and you know, the biggest tip that I learned from John Maxwell, mm. who is is an amazing author, he's him. written so many books, but he has had a habit his entire life, and he talks about this openly all the time, is that every single person who is at a, a level of success in their life he peppers them with questions until it's like almost uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> tell me how you did this. Tell me how you did this. Oh my gosh, like tell me how you did this. And and he asks them so many questions because he knows that he can learn from absolutely everybody. Mm-hmm. And so getting myself to the place where I am always a student mm-hmm. and I am truly trying to learn from every single person mm-hmm. um, has had a huge impact on my life because I'm i always open and hungry and ready to learn from people who have succeeded more or differently than I have. Absolutely. And and that only makes me better.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you can create more meaningful relationships
0: like that, too. Absolutely.
1: Well, yeah. thank you guys for listening. We are so thankful that you joined us here on our first podcast. So please give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on theshakeup.podcast. That's our Instagram handle, Shakeup dot podcast and then our personal and business accounts so rachel you want to give it a go <laughs>
0: yes i'm at rachel underscore r underscore roth mm-hmm. on instagram I, and TikTok. oh
1: TikTok, yeah good for you mm-hmm. and i am palindrome underscore home sorry for the underscores again thank you for listening to the shake up and we'll talk to you soon